Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tess of Wrestling.com, joined, joined by John Clark tonight tonight to talk about WWE NXT 2.0. John, how are you doing? Um, doing pretty good. It was a surprisingly very entertaining show tonight, so uh, it, it, it shouldn't be as painful. There will be no toasters tonight, so that's good. We had a, a little a little toaster time near the end there. We had, we had a little uh, little Jack of Time cameo, so if anything, that, that's a little synonymous. But no, uh, we talked about it last week a little bit. NXT, not all that bad lately. Like, it, it's, it's you know, we're, we're kind of getting some momentum here. Uh, very, yeah, as you said, very surprising uh, in, in that. Very surprisingly uh, entertaining, at least tonight. So obviously, a lot to get into. Luke, right off the bat, saying the NXT is so desperate. Don't worry. I mean, we're probably just going to dive right in uh, and work backwards because that's the, the big story coming out of the show. Assuming we're talking about the same thing. Brian, on the other hand, saying it was a good show. Um, but yeah, you know, especially for, for the NXT 2.0 standard, not a bad show. So we'll dive all into all that fun stuff. Before we do, just want to remind you all, this show, like everything we do here, is available on our SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. You know where to find us. Please leave a like and subscribe. Um, but yes, John, what a, what a what a time! Dolph Ziggler, the NXT champion. Dolph Ziggler, the man who has been with WWE technically since I guess main roster, really since like 2006. The man who is just always around, always there. Um, granted, former World Heavyweight Champion, a man that I, I at various points been a big fan of. Not exactly the guy I would think of being the, the NXT champion here, but uh, right off the bat, DJ saying what we just witnessed, what is the future of the NXT title? Well, Dolph Ziggler, as is the, the short-term future at least, because he beat the champion, Braun Breaker, and Tommaso Ciampa tonight in the main event to win the title with a big help from Big Bob, Robert Roode. Uh, obviously, this was uh, the culmination, I guess, of a, of a multi-week crossover storyline with Raw and NXT there. Um you know, we've had Champ on Raw. Breaker was on, on, on Raw last night, uh, so they, we've had this kind of you know two pronged effect, like a two two pronged approach to having a storyline here. Um, and I thought it was a good match. I I think we talked about this last week, John. We we had thought it was pretty much a lock that that Breaker would win, especially uh, in, in the match with Dolph Ziggler here. And that's just saying she can't believe Ziggler won. I mean, that seems to be the reaction, both surprise and. By and large, what I'm saying, people are happy for him, you know, that it's well-deserved, that he, he has been kind of underutilized, I guess, in some ways, you know, and, and now at least being the NXT champion, uh, even if it's even if it's a short-term thing, we'll talk about that. But at least for just uh, if it's a week, two weeks, a month, it's good, good for him to be back in spotlight here. Steven Chambers, all caps, wow. <laughs> Dolph winning the title. Won't be surprised if Brian will get his title at get the title back at Stand and Deliver. I presume you mean there. Um, but no, new XC champion. And Eddie's saying it's long overdue for a talent that's been working hard for 18 years. Again, well, I mean, all... he's had his championship titles throughout the years, so it's not it's... like this is the first time. No, but you know, it 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 does feel like other than the tag titles, we haven't really seen him have uh, like a I mean, if you want to call it an XC title if not world title level, like, you know, it's a big deal. So that, that's pretty good, pretty good for him. Uh, the match is very good. Brian's saying great main event action. It was wild. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I felt pretty confident in my, my prediction that that breaker would win. Ziggler won. John, what are your thoughts about that? So at least with the match and the, and the title change itself, at least, to begin with. Well, I thought this was a way to ensure that the fans will pay attention to NXT. Uh, I thought that Ziggler basically played his role to perfection, except he actually won. That's the thing. Uh, it's basically known at this point, he's not going to be on the WrestleMania card. But he's going to be probably in the main event as hand deliver. Uh, we could get this triple threat match again, but although I think it's probably going to be one-on-one. -on -one. I think maybe they'll have a number one contender match or something. But nevertheless, uh, I do agree that Breaker will probably win the title back at Sand and Deliver. But, uh, you know... Nathan comment here, you know, Ziggler to have people buy NXT tickets. That I think that's exactly what's going on here. Uh, you know, they promoted the crap out of tickets going on sale Friday. They promoted the crap out of join our NXT group and you'll get a pre-sale tomorrow. This starts at 11. Uh, and uh, I think that Ziggler being there in the main event, I think that will at least 
move the needle somewhat in the direction of getting more. Not to mention, they're selling these things for like between 10 and 20 bucks. That's it. They are basically giving these things away. So, I mean, you have to, though. Uh, I'll tell you what, when the show started, I was so down. I was like, you know, it's been so long. I am tired of watching this. I don't want to watch this. I just I don't want to watch. But I tell you what, it was a, a very, very good show from start to finish. And I know we have comments uh, at the beginning. Luke had said desperation. Now he's again saying, you know, desperation from NXT. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't I don't think it's desperation. Desperation. Like, I don't necessarily think that they're like, this is a last resort where we're failing and we need to do this now to get people to watch more like. I think it's just a strategic move to kind of uh, bump up things a little bit, maybe give Braun Breaker his first opportunity to kind of face adversity and see how he handles it. Uh, you know, and that's that's what the next two or three weeks is going to be all about. And not to mention, um, Ziggler is probably going to haul this thing around on Raw and just promote it even more. You know, so I, I don't think it's I don't know. I don't think it's desperation, but. I can understand like why people would think and uh, and assume that this is kind of like almost like a like a a need and not a want. Uh, I think it was more of a want than a need. But what do you think? Uh, as you just said, Miley pointing out that yeah, you have Ziggler in theory on Raw with the title. You know that is just inherently promoting it. Even if even if they don't say a word, even if the commentary team, as they often do. Uh, maybe that's a little harsh because they actually this actually has been a crossover storyline. But by and large, usually if it's you know someone from another brand or whatever, it's not often you, you see this real kind of cross promotion going on. But uh, no, you know he's just on uh, and on Raw with the title. That is like some cross promotion, some just some boost for the title for the show here. So I definitely think that's probably at least part of it. Again, it's just weird because Dolph Ziggler is not the guy that I would think of like, oh, we got to sell tickets. So, let, so let's put him, uh, well, let's have him win the title and now will sell tickets. Like, I don't know who else it would be in this case. He is the, he is the main roster guy that he's been working with on the show. So in that sense, I can see kind of logic there. Um, but I'm not saying Dolph Ziggler is not a draw. It's just like it does seem to be a little odd. But I guess it's kind of um, – like an, like an all-hands-on-deck situation, Brian never pointing out. I mean, yeah, WrestleMania Saturday, you've got Sand Deliver. I think that's roughly like 12 or 1 o'clock my time, Eastern time. And then you've got, uh, obviously, WrestleMania, presumably four hours itself later Saturday night. And then WrestleMania Sunday. So at least from, from the live, live fan perspective, they probably wanted to have something, quote-unquote, special, different to, to have on this show. And I, I guess that is Dolph Ziggler in this scenario so no i think that that was probably the case it is just interesting to note a couple things here as i mentioned a minute uh, earlier uh, just a couple minutes ago brown breaker was on an, was on raw last night he had his, his debut on the show he wrestled he won a match and he won he won this debut match um and again, another tag team deal here but that's still meaningful and from the start it's been pretty clear they, they've been fast tracking him so now you start to kind of connect the dots okay he had a, a backstage interview last night Won the match, and he also had a video package, and you know you put all things to get all those together, and now they now he lost the title, and it's and all and also uh, the way that they they framed it, they said welcome to Raw, all, and it reminded me of the way that uh, Karrion Cross got called up when he was still a champion. It's like could we be seeing more of him on Raw in the weeks ahead as part of the storyline, uh, uh, and maybe even more. So that is something that's on my mind. And reportedly, uh, Breaker and I think Chop as well are both slated to be at live events this upcoming weekend. You know, read, read it in that what you will. But still, another kind of piece of that puzzle of like, oh, we're kind of seeing maybe at the very least some kind of trial run kind of thing of like, okay, what do they want to kind of see what this guy can do? What can what, want to see what he can do uh, with other, other main roster talent there? So, um, I don't know. I, I guess my gut instinct is like, oh, well, obviously this is a, a transitional thing. Uh, so I think it was Steven or someone who had said earlier that, yeah, Breaker will probably get the title back at Sand Deliver. But now I'm kind of seeing maybe that's not a given. Maybe, you know, who who knows? I I, I saw some people immediately picking, oh, Breaker will get called up. Ziggler's the champion. Ziggler's kind of the new flag bear. I don't see that, but it does kind of make you make you question. Mm. Me, but. Yeah, because I've already seen people saying, and I'm going to say this now. I, I really hope it's sarcasm because I've seen some like pretty high up media people saying like, that's it. 
Vince took one look at Breaker. Now he's shooting him to the main roster and he's going to win everything. And like, please let that be sarcasm because you can't be that. I don't even know what word to use, but that's not happening. Like he's not coming to the main roster. He's not dethroning Roman at SummerSlam like people were saying. Um, I get why people think that he wants, but he's not ready. He got zero reaction last night. Zero. Tommaso and Ziggler and Rude got reactions. Braun Breaker came out. There was no reaction. I don't know if they piped in sounds for you or what, but there was no reaction at all. And he was booed tonight by the own NXT people. He was booed over Ziggler. It's not like he's not ready to come to the main roster. And Nate's suggesting, you know, could he be the winner of the Battle Royal if they have one? Well, they will have one, uh, but he's not going to win. He's not going to be there, I would assume. Um, he's going to be a sin and deliver, and that's going to be it. Um, so I'm, I'm not quite sure that the fact that he, he he's good, yeah. And I was talking about this with a few people today, yesterday, and last week as well, about that he has the potential to be a, a, a big star, you know, but he's not there yet. And I don't understand why that they, they feel the need to like, try to shove him in your face. Now that's on NXT. I get on raw. They were just introducing him, you know, kind of getting him ready. You know, he was excited, you know, people didn't care though. Uh, and no, Nate, I, I was not the only one to cheer. I did not cheer him at all. In fact, I was booing him as well because <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I don't necessarily like him and I didn't like him. I didn't like him when he when he came. I, I, I and it's not because his name's Braun Breaker. It's not because he wears a, a, a rainbow, whatever you want to call it, a singlet. It, it's it's just the fact that I don't. I think the character is very very generic. Like it's like if you would go to WWE 2K22 that just came out today, free bump for them. Um, <laughs> if you were gonna go to that creator wrestler and click on the random button, like he is what would come up, and there would be no personality behind it because there really isn't one. Like they could be playing off of his family so much more than they are. And they always do that kind of thing. And now it's like this time they're not doing it. And it doesn't make any sense. Like exactly. He's so bland. They do it with Charlotte flair. They do it with uh, other people. I mean, Randy Orton, they've done it with him. Like, but with breakers, just like, no, like, and I get well, Laura, you know, they are hoping he follows in his dad footsteps. I get that. I really do get that. But, that they, they need to act like it then. They need to bring that up. Like they need a story tell, talk about the history, talk about like they they are they are the best, I think. Uh, they claim to be the best in the world about at uh doing production. And I agree, they are leaps and bounds above anybody I've ever seen at video packages, production, segments, things like that. He's not getting any of that. So I I, I don't know. And I agree with the rumors, you know, about possibly hall of fame induction for steiners this year uh i think you know that would be a good time to bring that up and kind of play off of that so we'll see but all in all i thought the main event was a, a very good match uh, to cap off a very good show and i'm excited to see kind of uh, what's going to happen next week i mean because we um we have just three more uh tuesdays until then so we're going to have three episodes of nxt and then we're going to have i mean they they've pretty much if this wasn't already said before, they said tonight that like NXT Stand and Deliver is like basically now the WrestleMania. Yeah. It, it used to be NXT TakeOver Brooklyn or a SummerSlam weekend. They did it like four years in a row. That was like the biggest show they had. Uh, now it seems that they're going to they're gonna stick with the Stand and Deliver uh, theme there. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I think all in all with tonight, Ziggler winning, kind of being that familiar face that could potentially bring in more people be a, and he's not going to be a transitional champion because I think breaker is going to get it back. It's not like they're going to promote, say like whoever, like Grayson Waller or somebody, you know, to the, to the title. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, I, I would probably imagine breaker will get the title back. If anything, you know, he might be on raw for the next couple of weeks. And then beyond that, he might do the carrying across thing of being on Raw NXT, although that really didn't work out the first time. So I don't know if they want to kind of recreate that. So uh, I don't know. I do. I definitely agree. I've thought from the start they should lean more into his family, his lineage, the, the Steiners and everything. That makes, makes 
so much sense too. And the fact that uh, his dad, Rick Steiner, they literally, they tweeted about it. WWE tweeted about it. Rick came in the ring and celebrated with Braun after showing off there. So they're not hiding it, but they're not promoting it either. So it, it is a weird kind of um, gray area there where in terms of their kind of feeling with that. Many people, Brian, have agreed here saying that this should be called him Rex Steiner. Rex Steiner is a much cooler name than Braun Breaker. I've never really cared for the Braun Breaker name. And seeing him on Raw last night, even, you know, trying not to be negative about, you know, I thought he looked a little nervous in his promo. I thought, you know, Johnny Wood said he didn't really get a reaction. But just imagining, like, Braun Breaker being on Raw, being like, imagine Braun Breaker, WrestleMania, you know, imagine five years down the line, this big WrestleMania flashy graphic, Braun Breaker. In the main event that's just against Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Ooh, well, at this point, we even know right, but it's, I mean, granted, someone tweeted about it tonight, Dolph Ziggler, many years ago, people had said, Oh, he's never gonna do anything with that name. Where and here we are, all this time later, he's had a very successful career. So the n- names aren't everything, but I do think they can make a difference. And front breaker, not the best name, but uh, and I'll also say, last point about it here because we could spend a Another whole the whole hour talking about this, but you know, to me, uh, if he gets called up, it doesn't need to be all or nothing of like, oh, he's gonna call up, oh, he's gonna dethrone Roman at SummerSlam. Like it could just be he get he, you know, he gets called up, starts winning some matches, maybe gets a, a mid-card title. Um, you know, it, it could be a, a gradual build, it doesn't have to be a, a very rapid thing. Eddie pointed out a fair difference, you know, Cameron Cross was kind of triple H's guy, and then he gets called up and Vince kind of reshaped him remold him in a very questionable image with, with the helmet and everything and then Braun breaker for all intents and purposes is very much like a, a vince guy an xc 2.0 guy quote unquote so it is worth pointing out the difference there but i do also think that it's kind of fair to say hey you know uh we didn't see uh karen cross succeed when he was like champ nxc champion really on raw so you know uh to me the, the, there's some cause for concern there but obviously that's one of many things to dive into tonight, and we'll kind of wait and see how this continues to play out for the next couple of weeks. One thing I do want to spend a little time talking about was the very uh, convoluted way that they handled the tag team title match here. So, of course, the Creed Brothers won the Dust Roads Tag Team Classic a couple weeks ago to earn a shot at uh, Imperium for the tag titles. I think last week they had a pretty one. They had one of those NXT kind of you know hype videos is you know what it's what they do they have these they as you Johnny's as you said a minute ago they go out with presentation the video package make it feel like a big match so we're heading on the show this was one of the big matches and early on the creepos were found you know just in the aftermath of some attack the implication being that Imperium attacked them then we had a little bit of a, of a whodunit like we didn't really know but you kind of knew uh and then MSK uh, pulled a Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 9. They said, okay, we're going to we're gonna take the title shot. We're just going to slide right in. And at that point, I thought, are, are they going to literally do the Hulk Hogan and win the titles in a match where they weren't advertised? Like, that's weird. You know, they're, they're the baby faces, and they're just going to do that. And, like, I didn't really know about that. Nesha predicting maybe in, in that same vein, oh, MSK could have taken the Creeds out to get that title shot. Maybe there's something there. But um, so then we had, we had MSK. They did, they did get the title shot uh, instead. Fairly good match. I don't remember it being very long before the Creed brothers, who reportedly weren't clear to compete, uh, ran to the ring, caused the DQ, end of the match. And we've got a couple of comments here predicting that it'll be a 12 threat match, uh, presumably at Stand, Deliver, Steven, and Brian combined, kind of saying that here. I would agree. Um, I just I just think there is a much less complicated and, and complicated way to get there. Um, because it does seem weird to, to promote the match replace the creeds of msk have the dq and then you know if, if this is the the path forward it just feels like that we could have had maybe a more streamlined streamlined path here but john what, what do you think about it oh i don't really know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh why like why do this and especially then it's a no contest the tag title match is a no contest and then I, it, it, with a good story this would make sense i think but I don't know who attacked outside. There was obviously NXT parking lot is the most unsafe environment <laughs> in NXT. Uh, this could have been better if it made more sense. Obviously, it didn't. It ended funky anyway, so I don't really know what's going on. Uh, I was honestly... So, rewind a little bit. I was expecting tonight uh, for Braun Breaker to win. 
then I was expecting Gunther to come out and confront him. Yeah. Now we don't get any, and not, not even <laughs> anything close to that. And now I'm thinking like, because in my head I'm trying to put together, okay, they want to literally stand and deliver. They want to deliver a good pay per view in right. Dallas. So thinking about in my head, okay, well we're go- we're going to get a ladder match. We know that. We're going to get Mandy in a match. We know that. We're going to get Dolph now in a match. We know that. So that's three. They're, they're, they only usually have five. And they're on a time constraint because people got to get to WrestleMania too. So I'm thinking we're going to have basically just all the titles on the line. The, the women's tag, the men's tag, the North American, the women, and the men. That's the five. Yeah. So thinking about what would make sense, what, where does Gunther fit into this? Because he has to be on the show. Is he going to be in the ladder match? Like, hey, hey, is this, is this, is this, is this revolution? Are we going to have like powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee? And exactly, John, you get it, you get it, right? You have all the, the big meaty men out there. But then, you know, as people going to say when they do that, they're going to say that exact same thing. Oh, now they're copying what they did. But to be fair, to be the, fair, if, if it's just Gunther, it's one. You can't have a hot yeah, I agree, with I agree. one guy. But my right? point being with this whole tag thing playing out. Creed brothers are probably winning the titles at Stand and Deliver. That's what I would think. Eddie seems to agree here, but Steven's saying he sees Imperium retaining no matter what, so he doesn't see anybody beating them right now. Um, I mean, it's weird. Like, they had the Creed brothers. I guess so technically you you can say, okay, they didn't get their shot, so their win in the Dusty Classic is kind of protected here. Like, they still won that. They're still going to get this shot, presumably. Um, And if so... I would say, yeah, they should win the titles. Like, you had them win this tournament. You, they got they got their MSK, um, and I think they I think they also beat Grizzly veterans, I believe. Um, so they they had a run there, and it, anything other than winning the, t- the titles wouldn't make the most sense. Like, I I would be a little, a little surprised. I've I've made it clear I'm a big fan of Imperium, and I, I in a way I would still like to see them keep the titles, but at the same time, you know, maybe by by stand deliver. That make that make more sense just to have uh, the Creed Brothers win to get that big moment in front of the the, the big crowd there in Dallas, supposedly. Um, but overall, Brian saying they're loading up the card for Sam Deliver. I would agree. Johnny has mentioned if they're having all these title matches, presumably, um, at least in the general sense. Right now, we know it's going to be probably Dolph and Braun. Uh, we, we already know it's going to be Carmel Hayes and and the ladder match. Talk talk about that in a minute. Uh, probably. This, I would presume that this tag title match, the three-way we've been talking about here, women, women's tag titles, if they delay that all the way to St. Oliver, I don't know. We'll talk about the woman, women's desk cup in a minute as well. No, uh, what else? Is that it? And then I said Mandy, right? Or, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe one more. But uh, no, even just with that general sense, you know, that general kind of uh, – Outlook. It seems like a pretty pretty good card there. Um, Steven's saying maybe a, a bit of a longer term prediction that Gunther could get the winner uh, of let's say it's it's Braun and Ziggler. I would agree. I think as, as you said, I I would have liked to see him uh, confront presumably Breaker here. Set that up. That would, to me, that'd be a big match for Sand Deliver. Um, but outside of that, I would say it, it would. The only thing I really see uh, Gunther kind of fitting in there for uh, Sand Deliver is that ladder match. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Because so, what he win? That's a thing, right? Because I know people like to talk about this time of year, like who's getting called up, who's getting called up, and leave no doubt about it. it. It feels like this year more than ever, the Raw after Mania has to deliver entertainment because the last year I get no fans, but it was still. I mean, it was pretty bad. I mean, it wasn't very good at all. Well, you had like I think the Viking Raiders returned. That was like the big yeah. return or whatever. Yeah. So like. I, I get people want call-ups. People are already, I see in the comments, I see online, you know, Braun Breaker getting called up, Carmelo Hayes getting called up. Like, hold on a minute. Hold on. Cameron Grimes and LA Knight should go first. They need to go first. I mean, Tommaso, is he officially like, I don't even know what he is right now. Like, I don't even know. So you got him. With all with everything going on in AEW with the signings and free agency, you, you have to think that Johnny Gargano would be in play to return if he was going to come back. Uh, and you know, I think this is this is a good transition talking about uh, Grayson Waller. He could he could pick up a feud with tonight. Grayson Waller actually won a, a very very good like match of the night candidate, last man standing match uh, against LA Knight. And I don't think LA Knight needed to win. He obviously didn't win, but. Uh, 
with just these two, this was their best match ever between these two against each other. Uh, the, this kind of hectic environment of jumping off things onto things, using weapons, I think really worked well for this feud and this match. Uh, now, there was a little awkwardness. Um, they had, help me here. Um, Sanga? Sanga, is that how you say it? <laughs> I think so. He, yeah, so he came out and kind of, you know, the typical... Uh, Big man, monster. The, the evil guy's yeah. ally, I guess you would say. And, of course, that's basically how Waller won, to use him as, like, a ladder to basically climb back up. Now, I think, it, like I said, it was the right move for Waller to win uh, because he's not going anywhere. He's going to stay in NXT for a while. He could be a champion one day. I mean, he has, he has monster heat. He's by far the most hated man out of the 2.0 group of people. Now, as far as LA Knight, come on, man. After Mania, he needs to come to Raw. Can you imagine, like, a feud between, say, L.A. Knight and Finn Balor for the for the Intercontinental Title or or, or or United States Title, whatever it is. You got Priest, you got you got all these people. I mean, and last night on, on the way home from um, Raw, I was coming home from Cleveland. I was thinking, you know, about uh, just the Raw roster in general because I was trying to put the pieces together about a potential fit for Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. The fact of the matter is, there's like there's nobody, there is nobody on Raw right now that is like available to do anything unless you send veer <laughs> um so thinking about what, what that could be uh you know waller barely won but he won la Knight, i think his time is over i don't think we need another match between these two but i think we're gonna get it it's not no. gonna be a scandal ever no. but you but you have to think like he won but did he really win because he had to he had him interfere and he had to use him to get up like but i agree i i, I agree with your opinion that it needs to be the end if if it, if it was my choice, if I was the booker, I'm not the booker, obviously. If I was the booker, he would take three weeks off, not do anything, heal up, and he would come out, Raw or SmackDown after Mania, and boom. You fit him in somewhere. I mean, when Nakamura debuted, he randomly came out in the middle of a Miz promo and just did his entrance, and that was all he did. Like, you don't need to be creative when you're introducing these people, especially like him. Like, people know who he is. He gets the biggest pop in NXT week in and week out. So I, I would think, and let's not do this thing where they're going to bring up him and Cameron Grimes together and put them in a tag team no, because they always no. do that crap too. Let's just, uh, LA Knight, maybe in the ladder match, that maybe that would make sense as like a, a but then again, like he's not going to win. So like, why, why bother? Waller, Waller will be in the ladder match. I'm, I'm fairly certain of that. Uh, but what did you think of the match itself? And, your thoughts on LA Knight's next uh, steps here, next next move? Match was very good. Uh, I, I was pleasant, pleasantly surprised. I've we talked about it several times here. This feud's been going on, folks, since October. Since they randomly started feuding over the right to host Halloween Havoc way back when. So uh, that's odd to me that it's still been going. And like we had a little bit of a reprieve. Knight was out for like a couple weeks for a. After got attacked or whatever, so I, I get that, right? And the part of it was the team Black and Gold versus 2.0 thing. So it was nice that they've been solo feuding the whole time, but they've been uh, engaged in this thing for you know not November, December, what like pretty much half a year at this point. If it's felt like a long time, so the idea of seeing them potentially having um, someone said earlier a, a steel cage match potentially to kind of um, eliminate this outside interference here. Um, I we, we were just talking about a stand delivery. Presumably, it might be kind of a, a short or shorter uh, takeover like show. You get the title matches, and then probably not a whole lot of room for for other stuff. And in that case, like I'd be totally fine just leaving leaving you know uh, something like this off. Like this to me, this is it. Like they they used to do this all the time. They they would have. Um, I think when like uh, Ray Ripley lost like a last woman standing match to Raquel way back when, and that was the way she got written off. Like she didn't like, you know, the, the, it's like he took the, the, the also I should say, Grace Smaller had this really cool like diving elbow drop. He like kind of did like a layup in midair like as a taunt. It was pretty cool. He got really good air on it. And, you know, this was a pretty, pretty hard hitting match. Spot like that goes through the table. You know, as, as you said, John, write him out for like three weeks. So, so this one raw, I should say. I'm a big fan of LA Knight. 
I want him on main roster. I think that's long overdue. But you mentioned the, the Shinsuke thing of, of randomly showing up. I worry, you know, the NXT crowd loves him. Tonight, this crowd was red hot for him. They're, they were chanting, yeah. They were feeling everything he was doing, and as they have for several weeks now. So he's very, very over in NXT. But I worry it's like, okay, he shows up on Raw or SmackDown. He doesn't have a, a theme song that's, I mean, every, every theme song technically for, for NXT fans, they're like, oh, that's blank. But if I, if you're, John, if you're in a, at a Raw, if you're just someone that doesn't watch NXT, you're in the crowd, the theme song hits. It's not Shinsuke's theme. It's not like Bobby Roode's theme, the glorious theme, I should say. It's like, oh, that's clearly whatever. Like, the, he's not over because of the theme song in a way. So I kind of worry that if he kind of randomly shows up like that, that it wouldn't be the best way. I don't know what I'll do instead. That might be kind of inevitable. Um, I definitely think it's overdue, though. I definitely think he should, he should move up. I think he adds a lot of, of excitement and energy, you know, with his promos. He's, he's very, very fun. Uh, Eddie's saying he's like a combination of The Rock and Stone Cold. He, I would say he does have a lot of kids in a promo. That's a very lofty uh, comparison. But I will, I will say he has a very, very natural um Real, I would say, like in some ways, unmatched charisma. Like he just, he has this magnitude of like he is a star. He's always felt like one. The booking hasn't always been there, but when it is, like he really does feel like his nickname is the megastar, and so he feels like one. Um, I do think he's kind of outgrown NXT in that sense, where especially now of the the 2.0 thing. So no, I would say ideally, for me at least, write him off and you know come back week after Mania maybe and go from there. I'd like to see that and kind of see what he can do. Uh, but yes, Brian's saying he can talk. And these days in, w- in WWE, that, that's a, that's huge. Because again, we talk about it, guys like Ricochet, not to knock on, him, knock on him, love Ricochet. But people who aren't renowned for the promo ability, if you hand them bad material, they're going to struggle to convey it in a good way. That's just remember. Remember last year when WrestleMania had the rain delay and they, they tried to improvise uh, interviews for a few people and you could clearly tell like Kevin Owens, good. Yeah. Braun Strowman, terrible. That's what we're talking about here. If yeah. you're a natural, if you're a natural talker, or if, if you need help, yeah, exactly. So um, that's what I'm hoping for. Will it happen? I don't know. For all we know, night night could be back on NXT next week. I hope not. I do think it's definitely time. Long, or I would say past time, um, and maybe longer term. Longer term, he could be a commentator. Stephen saying, put him on the commentary table. I'd like to see that as well. Um, I think he's like 38 or so. So I would say he's probably had a couple good years left. Maybe, maybe beyond that. Um, I, I could see him, I could easily see him doing that again. That charisma would definitely, I would think it would, it would translate. Um, so no, I, I would say maybe that could be an option at some point down the road, but here's hoping all night will go with main roster. Uh, speaking of somebody possibly main roster bound, Kamala Hayes, Johnny mentioned a minute ago, probably not going to go with main roster tomorrow, but definitely one of the guys that you would say probably feels like that's in his future. He's one of the, the top stars they've got. Like Rob Baker, they're clearly going all in with him. He's the, the quote unquote the A champion, the North American champion. We already know that he's going to be defending the title in a lot of match at Sand Deliver. They announced, I think, the first qualifying match for that match next week. It'll be um, Sanders Esquire versus C- Cameron Grimes, um, which is weird to me because presumably that would mean that one of those guys, I mean, w- would lose naturally, and then yeah. they wouldn't be they wouldn't be in the match. And to me, both of those guys should be in the match like these qualifying matches not that it would be make for good tv they should be kind of softballs of like the, it should be camilla versus draco anthony right or sorry not camilla uh um camera versus draco anthony or something like you know have them be kind of easy wins to qualify uh eddie's saying have it be camilla versus tony d'angelo versus cameron versus Gunther versus Grayson Waller. So that would mean in this case that Santos would get left off the card. I would want to see uh, Escobar get left off the card, but again, kind of like Gunther there, uh, if you're not in this match, in this case for Escobar, I don't know what you would do. Maybe if, maybe he'd be in the pre-show, if anything, that's he deserves better than that. So it's tough. It's tough. It is hard to predict, as Eddie pointing out. Um, other than that, I would probably agree with Eddie Eddie's lineup here. Camelo, Tony, Tony cut a promo saying he's the new Don of NXT. He was in a, a, an Italian restaurant. Cameron Grimes, the thing about him, he just lost to uh, Camelo Hayes. So, like, I don't know if he necessarily needs to be in that, but again, I wouldn't want to leave him off the show. So, that's hard. That's tough as well. Definitely think Grace Smaller is a lock. Seems like Tony D'Angelo is a lock. Uh, Kamala's champion. That's three. I think you he said he's defending against four opponents. I think it's a five man. I think uh, you got you'll have Carmelo Hayes. I think you have Santos Escobar. 
Gunther, Grayson Waller, and if you have Tony D'Angelo, that's five. I don't necessarily think it would be Tony D'Angelo, but I can't think who else it would be right now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree for sure. Uh, the promo and the barbershop was entertaining tonight that they did. Uh, and I think this has the potential to steal the show, as does any ladder match. And I hope that they follow suit with SmackDown. And I think Ricochet should also defend in the ladder match. They, we haven't had a good ladder WrestleMania match in a while, especially yeah. like that used to be like every year. That's what they did with the Intercontinental title. Like they could bring it back this year to get more people on the card. It feels like it's all like last year it was like all like one on one matches. And it feels like this year is shaping out to be similar with the exception of obviously the tag titles and things like that. But. Well, John, it's supposed to be stupendous. I have to imagine to make it stupendous, uh, they're going to add. Well, <laughs> well gonna... I'll tell you what. You want to you know something else that I thought was uh, pretty stupendous tonight was a tag team match between uh, women in the Dusty Cup semifinals. Uh, it was Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray versus Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray were doing some crazy things together as a team. And I'll tell you what, even though Catanzaro and Carter are like, like literally the best solidified women's tag team in WWE or on NXT, maybe all they of all, WWE. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> At least NXT. Right. But anyway, uh, just because they're established obviously does not mean anything. So much like the main roster, NXT is prioritizing individual talent over tag team cohesion. And I know people don't like that but there was a lot of up and down moments in this match. And I don't mean like up and down is like bad moments. I mean like where you had one team that was up and then you had one team that was down. It was back and forth. Uh, at this point, I am convinced that uh, EO and Kaylee are going to win. I think that's, that's, that's a lock at this point. I would think uh, it'll just add, you know, to me at this point, uh, EO Shirai is probably the greatest female eliminate the four horse when I'm not talking about them uh, of the past, like two or three years, Io Shirai is the top. Like she has done everything. She's won everything. War games, title matches, uh, ladder matches way back before pandemic. She was winning, you know, and this I think is going to be a, a send off and stand and deliver. I think uh, Io is the female that needs to come up. I think Raquel needs to as well, but I mean, I've been saying that for a while, and at this point, I'm like, really, is it ever actually going to happen? We said it before about all kinds of people on NXT 1.0, and that pretty much never happened. So, nope. what did you think of the match? This was a good match. Uh, we got a, we've got we got a bunch of comments here saying the Casey and Kane should have won. Brian's saying they should have won and tore the house down. Um, yeah. Uh, to me, I, th I had thought like pretty, I think like half. I'm not even halfway through the match, I think. You know, Casey and Caden, they, at least at this stage, they were the only actual tag team remaining. You, know, you had Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai get, get randomly thrown together. Kaylee Ray and Eusterai randomly thrown together. Um, pretty much, and I think most other teams, other than Persia and Indy, like who, and we all know what happened there tonight, but they were a team and they were eliminated. So uh, Casey and Caden were the only actual team uh, left in this match so sorry the tournament and i thought like it's the dusty roads tag team classic john tag team being in the name I was like shouldn't you have an actual team win um but as you said being established doesn't mean anything and if anything this is a reflection of, of the main roster mindset of the individual talents here the the the, the part parts are great in the whole uh, as a team i guess um so that, that makes sense. I, I can get behind that. But a bunch of comments predicting at least that uh, in the short term, Case, uh, Kaylee, Ray, and Io will win the tournament, be the new champions. Uh, we got two two comments there, at least in the one tournament. I would probably agree. I really don't see uh, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai winning the whole thing. We'll talk about them in a minute. Um, both former champions, their backgrounds speak for themselves. As you mentioned, they're doing great things in this match together. Even even despite not being a team, they 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 well, they looked like one. They they worked well together, so that was good. Uh, I think uh, it was uh, Kaylee Ray took a really nasty like Tower of Doom Frankensteiner spot. She landed like right on her neck. That was kind of scary. Um, as far as I know, she's okay. Like uh, more more often than not, you see you see something like that. It's like oh, that looked really bad, but that's that's just. They're, that's just wrestling. Like they just they keep they keep them rolling. That's totally fine. But in the moment, it's like, oh, that looked pretty bad. Um, no, good match, and I would probably agree. It will be 
you know, uh, Kaylee, Ray, and EO. Uh, and then beyond that, yeah, I could I could definitely see EO getting called up. Maybe that's long overdue. If anything, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I could see, you know, after WrestleMania, a couple of call-ups, you know, as, and both divisions. You talk about um, the women, the women's division here, Kaylee, Ray, EO, Raquel, long overdue. Uh, we'll talk about... Uh, Raquel, I think, is getting especially set up for a send-off here, where uh, now we can, we can pivot. So, in the other tournament match here, we had Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade face Mandy. Uh, sorry, face uh, Wendy and Dakota Kai. Toxic Attraction attacked Raquel during the match to set up the loss. They, they kind of attacked your leg and, and took took it out like that. Um, so they lost this match, and and then after the after the match, Raquel kind of stared down Toxic Toxic Attraction later in the match. Uh, Cora Jade um, just got really mad and, and, and attacked Mandy Rose. So my first thought before the Cora Jade thing was that, oh, Raquel's going to face Mandy again. She's going to get her rematch from back at um, Halloween Havoc. That makes sense. Then she, and that'll, that'll likely be a send over, and then that'll be her send-off. Then she get called up. But now this, this Cora Jade thing is interesting. They've already done a three-way match for the title here with Cora, Raquel, and Mandy. So I don't know if I see that for Sandover. We'll talk about the need to sell tickets like this, for something we've already seen. Not the most uh, the most not the most powerful way to do that so that is interesting to me but i i feel like somehow this will lead to raquel getting one more title shot and then what we were talking about earlier with la knight then then she'll get sent off main roster again that is long overdue i think i'm i'm very surprised that's happened yet and again we've been saying that for months so if we could all we could very well be sitting here a month from now and she'll be still on so still to be on nxt but i I, got, I feel pretty confident. Like it's WrestleMania season. After WrestleMania, bring up a whole whole bunch of you know fresh stars to the main roster. They need them, especially in the women's division. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think this injury is the way they're doing that. I think that this is part of the story, and it's going to be uh, this is for a match between Raquel and Mandy in some combination. Um, but that's kind of my hunch on it. But John, would you agree? What are you thinking about? Um, I, I, I should say one day, one day she went to Dakota one here. So they are going to the finals and this, this more important, I seem to set up something for Raquel. Yeah. I don't know about this team still. I get that they were kind of just thrown together and now they're in the finals. It's kind of uh, funny to see that all happening. Uh, I don't think they're going to win. So, you know, I think there's not really a whole lot to say about them. As far as Raquel being introduced to this new, or maybe not new, but this feud that she's seemingly been in for a while, and then you got Cora Jade in there now attacking, like, maybe they're the new tag team champions. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where we're going with this, so. I mean, one interesting thing, I guess, if this feels like a standover match, this comment from Michael Covington, you get a five-way match, EO, Kaylee Ray, Mandy, uh, Cora, and Raquel. So, to get there, if for standover, Depending, I mean, if they, I don't know, I don't think they're going to wait till Sandover to do the tag title match here for the winner of, of the Dusty Cup. So I should, I'll backtrack. Maybe, maybe that happens in two weeks and then you get that five way anyway, potentially. Um, that feels like a very, very special match for, for the Sandover show there. You know, EO, Kaylee Ray, Mandy, Cora, and Raquel. Um, I'm sure that'd be a very, very good match. And that, that would be a fitting send off, like this epic, like, you know, star sub match like that. Um, so no, I think I think that that's at least a possibility. Anything's possible, uh, but yeah, I Wendy and Dakota. Like, if anything, I'm surprised they've gotten this far. And again, really, they, they were kind of overshadowed here by you know the, the the toxic attraction thing with Raquel. So that doesn't really bode well for for their for their prospects of winning the tournament. I do want to point out, DJ, what's a good name for Dakota and Wendy Chu? Uh, Kaiju, like a, like a kaiju. I've been thinking about that for a couple of weeks now, like Godzillas and all that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I think about it every time they come out. I'm like. Kaiju, I like it. I like it. Um, if, if you have any, any other ideas, let me know. But that's what that's what I'm mentally rolling with. Um, but seemingly it'll be it'll be short lived. Uh, not long enough to, for them to even have a, a proper name. Uh, <laughs> Steven said they could be Sleepy Time. Man, this napping gimmick. She literally took a nap during the ring as she does, and then Vic Joseph started like whispering commentary, like, "Oh, she's taking a nap. Be quiet." And it's like. It's it's not it's not working for me, man. Like I'm sorry. Oh, DJ saying Sleeping Beauties, probably some. I feel like that's probably trademark somewhere. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Um, why not? Why not? Um, if if it, if they get enough shelf life, maybe. But again, I'm I'm thinking this is a very short term thing. 
uh, and probably not stick together much longer than that. But uh, we've got a couple of comments, several, several of them here about we were talking about people leaving NXT. Well, John, we know one person will be coming to NXT, a kid. NXT UK star A-Kid, um, the, the first Spanish superstar in WWE, will be coming to NXT 2.0 next week. Uh, disclaimer, I do not watch NXT 2.0. I, I vaguely You mean follow... UK. You mean NXT UK. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, <laughs> ooh Freudian slip there. Uh, <laughs> but NXT uh, UK, I do not watch NXT UK. Folks, there's so much wrestling and only so much time. Um I, I'm not familiar with a kid. I've heard very good things. I've heard he's a very, very, very good wrestler. Uh, Eddie's saying he'll, about the debut that that'll be good. Nesha's saying she likes the kid. She's excited to see him. Brian's saying a kid's underrated. Um, I looked it up. He was the, like the youngest star to have a five-star rated match from by the Wrestling Observer a couple years ago. So the guy can go. Uh, he's the first ever uh, NXT UK Heritage Cup champion. So he's been, you know, he's been successful over there, but. You know, I I don't know. He'll help facing Kushida, so you can imagine if assuming they get time, that'll be a very good match, right? Two 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 good wrestlers wrestling. As I my my new catchphrase when they focus on the wrestling, it's a good show. So I'm imagining that will be a good match. Steven's saying is a little bit of a profile thing here about his wrestling abilities. Akin is a is a submission wrestler again. I'm looking forward to uh, learning more about him. I really can't say much more than that. I will say in a, in a general sense, especially all this talk about tons of people leaving NXT 2.0, uh, it's good to bring more to bring new people in and uh, to literally people that are already technically established at least, at least on UK. So I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Uh, but it should be a great match. You know, two guys uh, uh, renowned for their submission. So hopeful for that. Uh, yeah, let let Kushida wrestle. Don't don't focus on jacket time. Take take the jacket off. What what to so what what kid? A kid. His little his name is literally a kid. Oh, it's a kid. Like a, a kid. oh, I thought okay. <laughs> I was gonna say what kid? Um, yeah. That, so this uh, there, there shows you how much I know. I I I I've never heard of this guy. I've never seen this guy. I do not know who this guy is. So I can offer absolutely no insight there. So I will just skip over that. Now, the of course, and then the track of time thing, yeah, that 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 that's um, a whole so other thing of its own. But, but we did have uh, a little bit of drama with uh, Indy and, and Persia tonight. They set up a match for next week. Uh, Persia continuing to just flat out make out with Duke Hudson on TV a lot, and saying I carried this team when you were distracted with you know Dexter or whatever, and somebody had to and. So the, 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 this is the end. I mean, the, the team is over next week. I believe this will be it. Uh, what What do you think about the fact that they're splitting? And what, what do you maybe see? Like, where do you see this going, if anywhere? Uh, I guess I'll work, I'll work backwards. Thank, thank you, Stephen, for the prediction here. Yes, I we talked about this last week. I've got to think uh, mixed tag team match for Sand Deliver. Again, uh, if anything, I guess this would be the the non title match on the card if they can like stretch it to six matches. In that case. Um, or maybe if not, you know, I don't know. They could keep, they keep this going. It turned into a whole like kind of a, a love story drama thing here. Draw it out a little bit and then do the match after saying over. I don't know. Uh, if, if the, the, uh, it's like it moved her from the same people who brought, that brought you uh, Index. Now we could have this storyline with um, the downfall of this tag team. Index still being kind of involved in this storyline here. So, you know, in a way, I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll be good if they can make it, you know, another kind of spicy drama here. Um, do you just think hopefully India will, will ruin the relationship of Hudson and Persia? I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Like, it's fine. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Index. I've made, I've made that abundantly clear. But um, I'm not, like, down on Hudson and Persia. I think it's been fine. Uh, if anything, I'm more perturbed by by the abundance of romance everywhere uh john you, you saw last night on raw just there there was kissing and, and the 24 7 title thing and and now here on xc you've got this um twofold romance thing going on nesha i am right with you i'm a seeing index as well i saw like at some point this afternoon indy tweeted something about like i love you dexter or, or something some kind of cute tweet so they're still going strong even if we don't see him on the show unfortunately um if anything I think this tag team match potentially, if we get it, um, could could bring us more index. I think that's a good thing. But Brian's saying that these romance angles have to stop. Um, I 
don't or regardless of whether they need they have to stop i think they're going to keep happening the nxt 2.0 john it's a horny show like players are literally just like shove duke against the wall start making out with them you've got you, yeah. we, we've talked about toxic attraction before that 65 and up demo there um you know uh that's that's what they're leaning into so you know, again, I, I, I hope it, that it's a good storyline here, and I, I hope the payoff ultimately is is this McTag to match Index versus Hudson and Persa. Worth pointing out, we will see a singles match between Index and Persa next week. They want they want to prove who's the, the better woman once and for all. That's not going to happen next week, but um, yeah, I, it's fine. Um, and again, I, I, I'm hopeful that this is where the story is going. If it's not, don't really know what we're doing here, but uh, oh well, I guess yeah, this is a good good opportunity. We talk about all the, the big things tonight. Nando uh, taking things back in the general sense here. Uh, John NXT 2.0 it, it has been since September. I think we last did this around like uh, takeover, not takeover uh, NXT War Games, roughly kind of a more general uh, review of it at this point. So what are you thinking? We've got a couple couple weeks in a row of it, the show being decent to kind of good. So. Well, sidebar, what are you thinking at this point? I think the major problem they have is that the names aren't well-known. I think if the names were, were, were more well-known, like they were in NXT original version, it would be okay. But you have these people like, you know, Grayson Waller, Tony D'Angelo, Andre Chase, uh, Harlan, uh, the likes of all these people that nobody just really knows, still trying to get acquainted to and used to. Um, but... Uh, I, I would I would not go as far to say that it's not worth watching. I, I do think that at the start it was that way for a while, but it has certainly gotten better. Uh, I still would not say that it's better than what it was before, uh, but I would say that it's getting there. So I, I rated the original NXT like an, an 8 to 8.5 out of 10, typically. Uh, I was down to 4, 4.5 when this new one started. I'd say I'm I'm like six and a quarter now. It's getting up there. It's still a little below average, but uh, I think it has the potential to to become something something very very big. Um, I think the last thing that we we didn't talk about tonight that I want to point out, which isn't really worth talking a whole lot, but Tiffany Stratton uh, won another. Uh, no, she lost. She, she lost the match. She lost a match, uh, but of course, um, Saray who has also, to me, been a disappointment since arriving, especially the way they hyped her up. Uh, she was supposed to be this baby face that was going to do whatever, and now it's just, like, very out of character, conflict. Like, I don't know what's going on. You got this awkwardness with Briggs and Jensen talking about, you know, I've never been laid, but <laughs> do I want to be laid? No, uh, we didn't. We Like, I don't, like, uh these three things in a nutshell are to me are just like not worth talking because they're pointless and they don't do anything. And Briggs and Jensen are turning into this joke of a tag team where they once were comparable to like Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. And now it's like, what, this is a joke. Like this is a complete, this is like three MB. This is a joke. So yeah. I don't know where it's going, but uh, and uh, he, uh Henley looked better tonight, I thought, in the ring, at least. Stratton, you can still tell, is, you know, getting her, her feet wet, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is girl lost here, as, as Vic Joseph said. Uh, Daddy will not be happy about this. Um, I mean, as may, maybe she'll be, you know, she'll have the, the credit card taken away this week or something. But um, I don't know. Uh, uh, DJ point out that like if they want to if they want to push uh, Fallon Henley here at the Fallon having won this match, this would make sense. But at the same time, like it's been pretty clear that they want to uh, put push Tiffany as one of the kind of the new stars in the women's division. So to have her kind of take this loss here, admittedly with some distraction, is not the best look. Uh, DJ though saying that uh, uh, Fallon, formerly known as Tasha Price, she had a bunch of outings on AEW Dark and then maybe even Dark Elevation. So she's got experience. She's like she's a good wrestler. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, she has a bright future. Again, I'm not very familiar with her specifically. Uh, she's looked fine, and, and so far in NXT, she has been so far uh, this kind of enhancement level talent. So I can't really uh, speak to. Or her potential because we haven't really seen this. This, if, if I think this was the first step towards kind of maybe seeing that, but I, I really don't know. It was just kind of interesting to have that, um, 
be kind of the this, the way that, that Stratton had this loss. She'll face the Ray next week. I'd be pretty surprised if if Strat lost twice in a row, uh, at least getting pinned. Maybe if anything, a DQ. But um, yeah, uh, this is fine. Uh, the only other thing that I just wanted two two quick things to run through a little bit here. Uh, one, Andre Chase continues to pop me. <laughs> He was like dropping f bombs, and he flipped off a student, and he threw a basketball a basketball at the student. Like that man is just making the most out of this character. No, I don't know. I don't know what the ceiling is. I don't, again, we've talked about this before. Probably won't be going to the main roster, but it's fun. It's fun for what it is, and I'm enjoying it. So hats off to Andre Chase for that one. Stephen saying it's funny as well. I mean, I'm liking it. He's really doing the best he can with it, uh, and that's all I can really say about it. Um, something I'm not I'm, that I'm not digging though. I'm agreeing with Stephen Chambers here. Uh, see, saying that I'm not taking last legend to keep the line still up in the air. We had a very brief, although um, not great, <laughs> laughing out segment where there was a thing about uh, yeah, Nikita saying that last was saying that uh, Nikita has butt implants, and then and then Nikita naturally replied, "Oh, everything but my spray tan and my fingernails are, are all natural." Who? <laughs> Uh, and um, then she's she, at one point she's like, "Get your finger out of my face!" I was like, "This dialogue is not good. It's not good." I I, I was I'm thinking about it now. I would always rather I think see a bad match than a bad talking segment. A torque the, session. Yeah. Oh, jeez, John, get out of here. You know that's. Yeah, you yeah. said yeah. I I thought it was a talk session. I not torque. Uh, <laughs> this is, well, for now, it's still a. PG show, I think, although probably not for long. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, again, focus on the wrestling. Excuse good. Get this stuff. This is why it's still Johnny Rated. You rated the 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 brand itself at this point, uh, six and a quarter. I would probably agree at this point. I've come around. I was very very down on it uh, at some points early on there, but coming around a little bit. Then you got stuff like this. I'm like. Not so much. Uh, I came around a little bit. Like admittedly, it was a joke, the Brooks and Jensen thing. But the but the like, don't blame me because you've never been laid. He was like, I'm 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 trying. I'm doing my best. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so I'm coming around in some ways, and then I get, you get stuff like this, and then I'm right, kind of right back where I started. So it is getting better to to go to wrap up uh, that that discussion there. One little other thing, they're just asking what we thought about Idris Anufa and Malik oh, Blade in the Toxic Lounge. I don't know. That was weird. Like they're supposed to be wrestlers, trying to wrestle on a show, and now that now they're in this, well, presumably this is a, I may, maybe they'll be back there for the finals, but now they're kind of assistants to to Toxic Attraction. It's not the best look. I don't know. Um, not not a great look for a guy that just just a couple weeks ago we thought they were going to have this great run to the top, the Cinderella run in, in the Dusty Cup. That didn't happen, so that's that's kind of weird to me. Uh, we did see Zion Quinn though. We did see we we got we, as we certainly saw a, a, a bunch of characters tonight. So for better or worse, Zion Quinn and Drake Anthony backstage. One little other thing they set up kind of a alliance of sorts with uh, Drake Anthony. He whose only character trait is that he works out a lot. Uh, kind of being recruited by Joe Gacy and Zion saved him and said he's his own man. He can speak for himself. I don't know why Draco needed someone to speak for him. That wasn't the best look, but maybe we'll get a tag team match there at some point. I don't know, but these are all kind of bite-sized things. Overall, John, we talked about NXT itself here, but for tonight's show, the, the special roadblock edition, I forgot to mention, what do you think about the show tonight? I'll go with a 7.25 tonight, a little bit above average. I thought I was actually, we're going to raise that to a 7.5 dog. I haven't gave a 7.5 dog in a while. So uh, for, for Steven Chambers and uh, James, I'm, we're going to go with a 7.5 dog tonight. Good show, good matches, uh, you know, and I think if they can continue to ride this momentum, it, it could be, you know, pretty positive, really. I would agree. Uh, DJ is saying a 7.2, dress bullet 7.5 dog. Steven with a 7. Um, I gotta give it a, a 7. And that, that's that's good for me. Like, I don't think I, I usually don't go that high for NXT these days. Um, and may, most of that's probably from uh, the main event, really. I thought that was good. I thought the promos leading it were good. So that, that's probably like most of that 7 there. Nando with a 6.9 saying John let the dogs out. 6.9 from Brian as well. I thought the main event was really good. 7.5 from Herman Takar. Nesha for NXT overall here saying it's a six at this point. There are enjoyable parts. 
it's getting better. Like again, there there been there were some rough patches, but it's getting better, getting a little better here as we go. But for the show itself tonight, Laura was 7.7, Kevin Taylor with a 7.4. So again, for NXT these days, these are pretty good numbers, and that's that's a sign that things are kind of at least another step forward, you know, another step of, of positive momentum heading into stand over. Hopefully they can keep it up. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I want to like it. I'm not, I don't come here like want to be like, Oh, I hate the show. I want to, I want to bash it or whatever. Um, I want to watch a good show. And when, when things don't give me that, that's when I get, that's when I get a little upset. But overall, Steven's saying things building up for NXT for Sand Deliver. And as, as we go forward here, we're on the road to Sand Deliver. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Johnny and I are here on Mondays to talk about Raw. Uh, we're here on Tuesdays to talk about NXT. Schedule permitting, uh, we're here, Robert and I are here on Fridays to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Otherwise, on the on the AEW side of things, Dominic and Marcus cover all things AEW with the two Diamond Dudes on a rampage. Otherwise, we've got a great stream of interviews. Constantly coming, you guys. Bill Pritchard recently interviewed AEW star Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, former WWE manager Dutch Mantel. Uh, I interviewed uh, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Matt Cardona. That officially went up today, so make sure make sure to check that out. The man is doing so much cool stuff. It's great to see. Big, big fan of him, and God, I got to speak with him, and glad to share that with you all. So if you're interested, make sure to check that out. All that, all that and more uh, is available on our SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, uh, podcast, all, all of, you know where to find us. Leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate you. We, pray, we appreciate you for listening. It means so much. Thank you all so very much. Not just saying great show. 10 out uh, of 10 ducks for us. Not No ducks for NXT, but John, we got the ducks tonight. So there you go. Thank you, Nando. We appreciate you. We appreciate you all. You know, we come here. You know, the world is such a scary place. We come here outside of all that. Gas prices are rising. The world's terrifying. We come together to avoid all that, to enjoy the wrestling, to talk about it. Whether it's toaster time or not, that's what we do here. I already gave away, but John, we do one thing above all others. Can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling, folks. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.